we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. You're listening to the place where sports opinions collide. Uh, I am your host, Kenneth B. Inge. Joining me on the line is uh, FIFO. FIFO, what up? Yo, what it do? Chilling, chilling, chilling. And BZ, B, what up? What up, what up? Special playoff Dead in Sports edition. You know what I'm saying? Twice twice in one week. <laughs> twice is nice, you know, right. as they say. Um, yeah, a lot happened, you know, for those of you that listened to the Tuesday show, we just kind of went through a playoff preview and we wanted to wait until the, the bracket was set before we came back with our predictions for the first round. So basically the way we're going to do it, uh, this year is we're just going to go round by round all the way to the finals and we'll predict the winner for each one. Um, so, you know, so that's, that'll be it for this year. Um, a lot happened last night. But there were just a couple of things of note. So as we discussed Tuesday, um, there was a play-in game. And what I found interesting about the playoff play-in game, as a side note, is that um, is that they asked LeBron about teams actually playing to get in. And he said it was corny, it was whack. And here we are basically having two teams fight to get in the playoffs. Uh, the two teams are the Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves were at home, and the game required and required uh, overtime for them uh, to win that game. And the Timberwolves broke their 14-year playoff drought. 14, Was it? yeah. 14? 14-year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they won uh, yep. 112 to 106. One of the things that uh, I want to say FIFA pointed out was Jimmy Butler. And in the playoffs, Jimmy Butler scored seven of their 11 points. Um, so he was a key factor, uh, as FIFO uh, predicted and instead he would be. Um, but it was a great game. Uh, just real quick, just um, wanted to get your thoughts on the game uh, last night. Uh, what, what did you think about it, B? I know we were testing back and forth, but what did you think about the game overall? A great game. Um, you know, it, it was the reason why I was anticipating on watching this watching this uh this game i mean it was it was a simple 
You win, you win. It was a, I mean, it couldn't get more simpler than that between uh, Denver and Minnesota. You know, the, the winner is playing. Is going to be heading to Houston for the start of a, you know, what we think is probably not going to be a seven-game series. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, I just love the intensity. To me, it was like last night with that particular game, it felt like an extension of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It just had that feeling because, you know, you, you both teams knew that, <coughs> look, it's whoever whoever wins this game, we know we we pretty much going to, you know, go out and, and, and whoever loses is going fishing. So, you know, it, it was just all about determination and will, who wanted it more. And I'm glad it took for it to go in overtime for us to determine that. It was, it was a great game. It, pretty fast paced. It was a pretty fast paced game for the most part, um, which was cool. But, yeah, man, both, te- both teams was healthy. Like, when, when nobody really, like, injured, when, when nobody was missing a superstar and nothing like that. So it was like, look, both teams healthy. We land this all on the line. Winner will have a chance to, to, to be alive and, and play in the NBA tournament, <laughs> the playoffs. So, yeah, I thought it was great, man. I, I thought it was a good extension of the playoffs to kind of get us ready in the playoff mode because it definitely had that intensity of a playoff game. Uh, what about you, FIFO? You got anything to add? My bad. <clears throat> Honestly, I didn't I didn't get to watch the game. Uh, okay. I had to work last night. Yeah, but I but I saw the highlights and I also saw um saw the looked at the box score, um and, and look at the end of the day, man, I, I watch enough basketball throughout the season to make these type of predictions. When I tell you Jimmy's going to do something, when I tell you that this guy is the best passer or whatever, whatever, I'm just not coming. I'm not just pulling that stuff out the air. Like I I, I really watch a lot of basketball, um and. <clears throat> Especially with Minnesota being who I knew that they were going to win, um, when, when, when and, and the way I like to look at matchups is who's the best player on the court, right? Who has the best players? Who has the most talent? And when you look at Denver, they've been in a state of transition ever since that Carmelo trade. So for me, when I look at Cat, when I look at Jimmy, I, I just I don't see I don't see Denver matching that, you know. Um, and then just even going into 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 that first round. You know, Minnesota's going to give Houston a, a, a lot. You know what I'm saying? I know B said, oh, I don't think it's going to be seven games. But tell you, man, Minnesota's nice. Um, I think that they need this experience. They needed to uh, end that 14-year drought. Because think about it. The last time we seen these guys in the playoffs, man, they, they had Latrell Sprewell and, and Sam Cassell and Kevin Garnett. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? They That's went to crazy. the West Final. They was in the West Final. Yep, yep. So you know, for me, man, looking at Minnesota, I, I, I'm, I'm happy that they made it. They needed to make it to validate the moves that they made this year that Tom Thibodeau made in terms of <clears throat> trading a Zach Levine, getting a Todd Gibson, bringing in a Jimmy Butler. He made, he kept enough young talent, but also brought in that veteran talent with a with a uh, uh, Jeff Teague, and he played. Um, he, he was an integral part last night as well. I believe he scored like 17 points. Andrew Wiggins showed up 18 points. Um, but man, I'm just excited. I, I'm excited for for Cat to to become a household name. You know, I, I think this is what's going to catapult and springboard his career. Yeah, just to kind of add on to what what B was saying about the the play of the game, it was physical. Uh, they didn't call a, a lot of fouls, and there were fouls that they could have called, fouls that they made all year long. But like B said, man, they were setting the tone for the for the uh, playoffs, and that's you know I kind of tweeted that I'm like, this is good for the Timberwolves to get ready for what's going to come because that's 
what playoff basketball is is all about. And um and one of the things that that stood out to me was um was Cat. Um he he was he was big obviously throughout the game in stretches, but he he was somewhat absent down the stretch even though he made certain big plays down the stretch. So his impact was felt like the the rebound that he got, you know, that that was a huge rebound to sort of basically seal the game for them, but they didn't really run a lot of plays for him. What I found uh weird and odd even though I kind of understood what they were going for, what was they were running a lot of uh, pick and roll to try to get the switch um uh gets Jokic to switch on T so T can take him one on one. And um, it just wasn't working. And I'm like, you got Cat, you got Butler. Like, if you're going to go down, go down with your guys. But um, nevertheless, you know, they, they managed to pull it out. And I think on the, the Nuggets side, uh, I think Gary Harris could have played more. The thing about the Nuggets is they kept bringing in good player after good player after good player. But what they lack is that real superstar. Now, Jokic, I mean, this dude got off got off in the third quarter. Um, he went for like 17 points. Uh, he was 7-7, seven to seven, you know, in the quarter. And everything he put up went in. Like he was flat out on fire. Well, what happened in the fourth quarter was Gibson happened. Taj Gibson got on him, and the man didn't score for the rest of the game. I think he, he was just miss after miss after miss. And obviously the Nuggets had a chance to win the game. And, you know, as you guys may have watched or may, you guys may have seen on the highlights, Gibson came up with the huge – uh, defensive steal and basically preserve the game for mm-hmm. the the Wolves. And that's veterans, man. That's that veteran leadership. That's a guy that's been here and done that. And that's what you need and that's what you get with those guys. But when you look at Mike Malone, like Jamal Murray, man, like that dude got hot. like And, and he tied the game, and, and I think he had a tough basket, and they just, they just kind of went, went away from him. But nevertheless, it was a good game. It was very, very intense. And um, it was an entertaining watch, and it really set the tone for um, what's coming up this weekend. All right, so before we move on to the playoffs, uh, one final thing. As you guys know, um, Russell Westbrook recorded 20 rebounds and 19 assists last night to go along with six points. The He only needed 16 rebounds to uh, record a second triple-double, uh, the second year in a row of averaging a triple-double, and he got 20. It was a weird game offensively for him, but nevertheless, uh, he only needed 20, I mean, 16 rebounds and he got it. Um, there's a lot of back and forth. Obviously, we knew he was going to go for it. Um, we talked about it on this show, uh, Tuesday. And there have been some criticisms. There were criticism before and there were criticism afterwards because of the parting of the ways for, uh, or his teammates basically just giving him rebounds and the fact that Russell Westbrook actually wanted to go for the rebound, wanted to go for the triple double. So I wanted to ask you guys. I was just thinking about this and thinking about everybody that was criticizing this brother. What would you do? Like, what would they do if they had a chance to do something that's never been done before, and all you needed to do was to get this one thing? So my question is: If you guys were Westbrook, would you guys have went for the triple double if it was right there in the last game of the season? You damn right. You damn right. Like, look, man, how, how, how do you become a legend in a sport? You you have to set record. You have to break records. You have to set records. Um, you, you have to create a brand. 
Um, and Russell Westbrook has done that. You know, <clears throat> as much as I know that Skip hates on a lot of basketball players, he's come around with Russell Westbrook, and everything he said was 100% true, man. Um, and also even Stephen A. Like, name me one time that the man was on a basketball court with a basketball, and he it off, like took the gate, the day off, the, the, the game off, the practice off, the shoot around off. He, he doesn't, I, I remember watching him a, cu- a couple years ago um, during Olympic practice and Monty Williams was one of the assistant coaches and Monty was like, Hey man, you know, like, like this is supposed to be half speed. And Russ just looked at him like if it was a playoff game, like, well, you better shut that <laughs> shit up bro, before I dunk on you. And I, yo, like, like that's Russell Westbrook's brand. You know that he's going to give you maximum effort every single game, and if you have the opportunity to break a record or set a new record, that you go and do that. Only the greatest are able to do that, or even be in position to do that. And if it's in, in, in ah, again, sometimes if it is within grasp, you go ahead and you you do that. I don't, I don't think that there's anything wrong um, with, with Russell going after the 16th rebound. You know, so obviously he got mm-hmm. 20. Of the, but there's nothing wrong with that and you know i think d wade also said it best like are we just going to criticize this guy for everything you know what i'm saying like the only the only true gripe that i have with russell westbrook is decision making that's the only thing every other aspect of his game he has improved exponentially he wasn't this great of a rebounder when he first got into the league he became that he wasn't this great of a passer he became that he wasn't this great of a shooter and i'm not saying he's a great shooter but i'm just saying he has improved this guy he puts in the work and and back to back years he's averaged a triple double does this not show that he's an iron man in this league yeah, I also believe a couple years ago he set the record for fastest triple double. I think he got it like in a quarter and a half. Like, man, look, man, I I I don't understand the hate uh, that goes Russell Westbrook's way. At this point, I feel sad for him because it, it almost seems like, regardless of whatever he does, he can't. the only thing he can do is average a triple double and, and, and win a championship. But for me, I know in basketball there are always going to be great players that don't win. And he may be one of those guys, but I'll take Russell Westbrook over a lot of superstars. I've said that for years. Go ahead, go go ahead and check the record. We we've been doing this show for some years. Go ahead and check the record. I'll take Russell Westbrook over a lot of people because you don't have to coach this guy up. You don't have to be like, hey man, look, you got to take it personal. Hey, go get this guy. Hey, do that. No, nah, hell no. Nah. You you got you got to try to rein him down. Hey, look, Russ. I know you're hot. I know he's getting up under your skin now, but we need you to make them decisions. That's the only opportunity he has in this game, man. And people just really need to lay off of him. Regardless if he's stat chasing or not, how many players can average a triple-double? I'll rest my case. B? Um, you need yeah, 16 I mean, yeah. I Look, I... I agree with that, man. Like this dude is doing something. We witnessed it. We are, we already witnessed history last year where he became the first player since Oscar to do it. But to be the first player ever to average a triple double an entire season, and not only with this season, you add on, you know, quality players like Paul George and Carmelo, and still do it. You know, last year it was kind of like, well, he had to do it because he was like the only dude. Fresh uh, a remove year off of Kevin Kevin Durant leaving the squad. You have Victor Oladipo, 
who wasn't comfortable playing along Russell Westbrook in his show because we see what he's doing right now in Indiana. But um, for him to do that again this year, that's, it's, it, it's amazing. Like it's it's crazy. And like I said, I'm echoing my dad too because he's ill salty about Nash getting the MVP two years in a row. He like my dad like as far as I'm concerned, if Nash get it two years in a row, why not Westbrook? Like this dude is doing something that. For one, I thought it would never happen again, and for him to do it two years in a row, that that's insane. Like you act like doing. Y'all go out there and try to try to average a double double. Hell, better yet, try to get ten points in a game. Like that's tough. Like that that is hard to do on a consistent basis from a span of hooping from from October to April. Some nights back to back, playing basketball at this level against this competition, and you averaging that again. That's crazy, man. That 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 is, yeah, it's amazing how kind of is kind of getting like brushed under the rug a little bit. And I do feel like if it was somebody else that did this, you know, I think we, I think people would probably be losing their mind a little bit more. Rather, if it was LeBron, if Kobe would have did it, if I mean, you know, I just think people would be losing their damn mind. But it's just for, for him to do that, I think is amazing. Like I'm like. I tweeted it earlier. I'm like, y'all, we just witnessed some crazy shit. We just witnessed some history. And, like, nobody is losing their shit over this. Like, this is crazy. I remember I lost my shit last year. He got a triple-double. I was like, wow. Like, I, that was a stat I thought was going to never happen. I had put that in the in the stratosphere of the Will Chamberlain averaging 40 and, and 25 rebounds for a season. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that was a, a stat I didn't think was going to happen. And this man did it, and he did two years in a row. It's crazy, man. That is that, that is. That's nuts. And like people said, man, like this dude, he's one of probably the only players in the, in the league right now that goes at you 150% all the time. This dude does not take no games off. There's, there's one guy I would hate to say, hey, yo, be you guarding this dude for this game because he comes at you all the time. He never lets up every single freaking game, man. I've never seen Russell Westbrook take any plays off. And again, uh, agreeing with FIFO, this has been my only gripe with him too. He's just he got to get better to IQ. And I think at this point he's been in the league for long enough. I think that's who he is. I, I think he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna make bonehead decisions. He's gonna, he's not gonna have that IQ that we would expect him or we would hope for him to get. Because at this point, I think he's not gonna ever get it. I think he's gonna. That's the Russ, this is the Russell Westbrook we're gonna know. He's gonna probably almost average triple double again next year. Like I don't see him letting off. Anytime soon. I still think he's going to play in his prime years for about at least a good little three to four more seasons. We're going to see Russell Westbrook at this level. I would have went for it. If I needed 16 rebounds in the last game yeah. of the season, Go I would have went it. for it. And, Go for and it. I think Go for a, it. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? Go for it. Exactly. Make, make history. Make history. Right. And, and I think a lot of people out there that are criticizing this need to really ask themselves and be honest. Like if they had a chance to make history – um, would they have went forward as well? And, you know, let, let's be real. I think the teammates doing what they did, if they did it, um, they wanted to, to – um, I think that shows how close-knit they are to be a part of it, but also to help him get, get there. Um, so, for me, yeah, I, I, I would have went forward, man. Like, it's never yeah. been done. You know, it's never been done back-to-back man, like you, that. You think – you think if 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 Adrian Peterson knew he was some yards away from having a, some breaking a single 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 season rushing record, I guarantee you AP would have went for that because he didn't even know. I remember he didn't even know 
when they interviewed oh, him yeah. after the game, they was like, you know, you was this, you know, this many yards away. He was like, oh, really? Like he didn't even know. And I guarantee you, if he knew, man, Adrian Peterson been running angry that whole game. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I think a lot of people are being disingenuous, but and and I think a lot of other points that people were making uh, when they look at the other games, like the other eighty games that that set it up, and he just got to a point where it was statistically possible. So why not? So um, I think FIFO's right. He may go down as one of the greatest players to ever play the game to never win a championship, but this accomplishment will be what puts him in the Hall of Fame, and they will be essentially his titles um, because we'll probably, I won't say never, it's going to be hard for someone else to break this again. So, um, But, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to get you guys thought about, thoughts about that, um, just seeing the reactions from everyone today. All right, so, all right, man, let's go ahead and do this, knock this out, this bracket. Uh, we're going to start with the East first so we have the raptors versus the wizards uh beasy who, who who you got winning that series um i think that's gonna be a really good series actually mm-hmm. um i'm actually intrigued with a lot of these matchups man i think this is the first time in a long time usually things don't get spicy and juicy into the second round but a lot of these first round matches man I, i'm pretty intriguing and, and this is definitely definitely one of them um because, you know, if we see the correct, the right Washington show up, I mean, I don't, we don't know how, which Washington is going to show up. But if the right Washington show up, this could be a dog out seven game series, man. I really see this going seven. But I, I think, I think I'm going to give it to Toronto. I think as much as I always don't trust Toronto, and that means don't trust them to make a run and get a championship. I mean, I still think, I, I think Toronto can get out the first round um, against this, uh, this, you know, this frisky, Washington uh, Wizards squad. It's going to be interesting, man. I, I, I really, you know, I, I know John Wall is back now. He's kind of coming back at the right time. But I want to know how much he's going to play. You know, how 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 is he close to 100%? Is he 100%? How the rest of the players going to play? Bradley Beal. Like, it seems like everybody everybody's going to be all, all, you know, all hands on deck. I don't think they don't have, I don't think any team is suffering like a major injury. So, you know, that's one thing I always like when teams go into the battle. 100% healthy because I don't want no excuses. But I got Toronto. I got Toronto pulling this out. Um, but if if we saw flashes how good Washington can be sometimes, but we just don't know how consistent they can keep it up in a seven-game series. If we see the good Washington, this is going to go seven. I see this definitely going seven. What do you see it going right now? Uh, mm, five in the possible. <laughs> 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 uh to a spade style five and the possible <laughs> fifo what, what do you think man raptors versus the wizards neither team are, are playing particularly well right now what you got uh what, what what b said um in terms of not trusting toronto is well documented i don't trust those guys yep. either especially in the playoffs yep. but at this point the way that they play in terms of uh washington i mean uh how they play with John Wall, I think there's some disdain there. I think there was some truth to um, the guys liking to play without him uh, because the ball moves a little bit more. Um, and, and, and and we saw it down the stretch when when John Wall came back. You know, he missed Bradley Beal a couple times. And, you know, when, you, when, when you're a pass-first point guard, man, you got to be a pass-first point guard. And I think John Wall's 
jumper isn't where it needs to be, where he could just take over a game a la CP3. Um, instead of making plays, you're, you're, you're actually looking to score. And I think if John Wall isn't attacking the basket, he is a liability offensively. Um, and because of those reasons, I trust Toronto enough to get out of the first round. Um, and I think that in the playoffs, if you're having some chemistry issues, it's only going to be exacerbated. So I just I, at this point right now, I don't trust Washington, even though I like their pieces and how they try to construct this squad. But again, you know, I, I'm, I'm the type of guy, I'm the type of GM or I would be the type of GM that. After this season, I'd, I'd be blowing it up. I'd, I'd be trading Bradley Beal. I'd be trading John Wall. So I, I, I just I, I don't see how they win against Toronto this year. Um, and I think it'll be interesting to see the type of offseason Washington has, um, uh, depending on how bad they lose in that first round. I'll I put it to you like this. They get swept, wholesale change is coming. If they go six or seven, we may see the same squad. Um, but if they get swept and it's ugly, oh, yeah, things is going to change. So right now, how many? What, what are you seeing? I, I I think Toronto could get them in six. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going Raptors too, mainly because the Wizards just haven't played well down the stretch. There was uh, the game against Cleveland in particular is is what stood out to me, and the, and there was a play towards the end of the game where um, where John Wall came down and he took a shot. I believe he missed it. And one of the Morris twins went up to him and said something to him. I think he thought he was open at the top of the key and he wanted him to pass it. So um, Cleveland go ahead and score. So Washington coming back down again, John Wall got the ball. He basically does the same thing. He attacks the basket, jumps in the air and look back and threw the ball back to Morris and Chetty uh, stole the ball. And to me, that show that there's definitely some chemistry issues and some, a, a lack of trust. And I saw John Wall, instead of playing instinctively, he, he played with his head, thinking about the play before and trying to appease uh, Morris instead of just doing what he does. So um, for that reason, for, those re- for that right there, I'm, I'm going to take the Wizards because they have a lot of issues they needed to work, work out. And – when he came back, they didn't get any better. They were, they started losing before he got there, and then uh, when he came back, it, it it didn't help matters at all. So, yep, I go with the uh, the Raptors to win that one. I, I think it's going to be a sweep, though. I don't I don't think the Wizards going to win a game. Um, all right, so uh, let's go to the uh, next matchup: Celtics versus the Bucks. This is a very interest interesting matchup for me because both teams. Um, well, especially the Bucks. The Bucks are playing like complete trash. Um, they fired Jason Kidd, and right now it seems like they fired the man for no apparent reason because they haven't improved at all. Um, they got blasted by Philly last night, and it was just a lot of uh, no effort. The Celtics, on the other hand, are completely, completely beat up. Um, so they're playing with... Guys, we've never even heard of. Um, FIFO, who do you have winning this series? I got. Um, hold on, man. My, my, my dog tripping real quick. Okay. Gizmo! Uh, this man taking everything. But um, 
I got, you know, th- 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 I think this is the most intriguing matchup in the East uh, because it can honestly go either way. It can. Uh, obviously, if the Celtics were healthy, I'm go- I'm 100% I'm going with the Celtics. But because they are so beat up, we're talking about your top two guys are out. That that's gonna be tough. Um, again, I don't want to go against the greatness of Brad Stevens. I think Brad Stevens alone can get you a playoff uh, round. I, I think he's that great. I, like I said, I, he's the Popovich of the East. Um, and with Milwaukee, man, I, I I don't get it. Remember, I questioned the Jason Kidd firing. Um, I, I think that squad is not built right. I think that the Eric Bledsoe trade was amazing. They needed a true point guard, but I, I just, I don't know what to make of this Milwaukee squad, man. Um, you know, last year me and B, we went, we went to the, um, and we watched Milwaukee and Toronto and I was like, yo, they're going to take a step up. And the first, I would say third of the season, we saw that, but then they just kind of kept going downhill and as great as Giannis is. I don't know if he can win you a playoff round yet. Um, I know Jabari's back. Jabari looks nice. They got, like I said, Eric Bledsoe. They got Chris Middleton. They got a lot of guys, man. I, I just, I don't know if they can put it together. Um, so in, so in this matchup, I'm gonna go Boston and seven. Mm. B, who you got? Uh, yeah, man, Milwaukee. I don't know if they. I don't know if Milwaukee tanked against Philly just because they wanted to play against an injury of uh, Boston Celtics squad or what? <laughs> um, dang, this is really intriguing, man. Um, you know, it, it, I I know one thing. Boston would definitely be playing with that dog in them because I, I gotta go with Boston. I mean, just because of the coach. That's the that's the, that's the edge I'm giving them. Even though they don't have Kyrie, don't have Gordon Haywood, but I think I think we might see the rise of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum in this playoff, man, with those two guys. I think they're gonna definitely they're gonna definitely show their ass, you know, on the basketball court uh in this series, man. I think I think Brad Stevens gonna come up with a game plan and he's gonna try to try to do somewhat to slow down Giannis, man. It's gonna be a task, but I think I just because of coaching, just because of the coach. I gotta, I gotta go with Boston, and, and this one, this one can go seven. I can see this one definitely going seven, man. And and Boston having having that edge with their home court, I say Brad Stevens gonna gonna, gonna pull it off. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if that if that Milwaukee squad pull out and, and get the win, man. If Giannis is if Greek Freak just go crazy and, and and make himself a more of a household name, but I I the slight edge I'm giving to Boston. This series, I I, I go back to what what FIFO said. Um, earlier in the show who has the better players and FIFO named Middleton, Jabari Parker, Giannis, uh, Bledsoe. Um, they have, they have guys on that team on the Celtics. Their best player is the coach. <laughs> like, and, and, and based on what I'm hearing from you two, that's why you guys are picking the, the Celtics to win this series. And the lack of, talent even though brown and tatum can play there's an experience factor um is it, it, why it, it'll go seven um for me i, I i'm gonna go the bucks um i think they'll win this series i think Giannis 
This is Giannis' moment, man, because you are facing an injury-riddled Celtics team. You yep. have to win this series. Good point. That's a good point, Cam. You, there's no, there's no excuses. You, you, you need to win this series. You should win this series. Um, so he has to show up, and everybody has to show up. So, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Uh, sits, sits. It can't go back to Boston, or it, it won't, it won't end well. Um, so the next two in the East are really, really he interesting. Can't, he, he, here you go, go ahead. man. He, he, here you go sliding the Celtics again. <laughs> you'll see. You'll see. I'm not trying to be sneaky. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm following your methodology, FIFO. <laughs> but you know what? But you got to look at the level of greatness. And, and Brad's. I'm telling you, Brad Stevens is way up there. He's way up there. He's good enough for a round. And, and that's saying a lot. There's not many coaches that can do that. He just got good enough for a round, though. Remember, he, he was losing in the first round his first couple of times in the playoffs. Of course. Just just, just like any 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 coach, any player. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you you have to go through those lumps. You have to go through, the, through that adversity. And I think that the level of adversity that he's already faced this season and for them to still finish number two, I, that speaks volumes, Ken. Like, look, man, all I know is that you've been sliding Boston all year. You've been saying that they've been lucky, that they're this, they're that. They're a good team with or without their best players. And I think that because we still don't – Milwaukee still doesn't know what they are. Like, what's their identity? Like, like, are they a shooting team? Are they up and down team? Are they a defensive team? Like, what are they? You, you still have to question that. You know what I'm saying? Like, even you can even question what, what is Giannis truly. You're saying he dominates a game, but he he really dominates the stat sheet. But but what is Giannis? You know what I'm saying? Like what type of imprint is he really going to be able to make? And, and I think he and, and again, I'm not trying to slight him. I think he's going to have some great games because because me and B saw it last year. But it, can he take it to the next level consistently? You know what I'm saying? I think I think that's my biggest question because I have to question that, and I also have to question how Milwaukee is going to try to play Boston. I'm I'm taking Brad Stevens, man. Celtics play hard. I, I give them that. Um, I mean, and and they have to because you know there there there's a deficiency in talent. So we'll, we'll see if uh, the Popovich of the East can uh, can out coach the talent of the Bucks. Um, I think I'll just continue to go uh, in order of the seeds. Um, so let's go with the Sixers versus the Heat. Um, B, rookie of the year, uh, Ben Simmons. We, I'm pretty sure he's going to get it. Um, versus uh, Spolstra. And, and I don't even know what to call the Heat, man, because they got so many people that do so many things. It's it's a really interesting team, but uh, who you got winning that series? Um, I got I got Sixers, um, but the the matchup I'm looking forward to seeing, and I hope I hope they get the trash talking is the Sean Whiteside and Joel Embiid. I hope I, I hope them two will get the talking. Like I I want to I want to see some centers clash in this playoffs, and this is a good chance to have some centers uh, clash in playoffs. People people kind of forgetting Hassan Whiteside. Like remember he remember like two years ago they was you know. Labeling him as like you know one of the top centers. I mean he still is, but like 
you know, it's just been so like, you know, Rudy and Joel and Andre Drummond and DeAndre Jordan. It's like people are not really talking it, about Sam Whiteside. So it's I would his like fault. he can't stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, I would like, yeah, I I would and he seemed like he's healthy going into this playoffs. So I wanna see how Hassan Whiteside is gonna gonna play and how is he gonna step up in his playoffs going against another elite center in Joel MD. So I, I would love that's that's the, the inter that's the matchup I'm like really in in on in this series. And I hope I hope they get the trash talking. And this is gonna be this is gonna be our introduction with Joel Embiid in the playoffs. Like this is his moment. Like these are the bright lights. This dude seemed to love the bright lights. You in the playoffs. Welcome to the playoffs, uh, big fella. So let's see what you can do, Ben Simmons. Let's see what you can do. You had a you had a stellar rookie year, which I'm assuming you're going to win rookie of the year. And look, this this is this is where and I, and you told Isaiah Thomas this. Ben Simmons said this. He wants to be one of the best ever. And how you submit your claim of being the best ever? This is the time right here when you playing ball from mid April to possibly June. This is where you claim you stake your claim as being the best ever. So let's go, let's go, young bucks. You know who's playing well? Justice Winslow. Uh, it seems like he may be over the, the injury riddled season he's had. He's playing well. I, I'm be curious to see um, how he impacts the game uh, defensively. And um, yeah. we all know it, it is. It is. He seems yeah. like he's starting to get his stride. Mm, he's like he's like he's like he's trying to get it straight. You know, sometimes when players, you know, they one and done. Sometimes it takes them, you know, two year, a couple years to get adjusted to the, to the to the game. You know, the gameplay of the NBA because it's, it's a lot different from college. So sometimes some players it just takes a little bit of time. You know, for them to get a little bit seasoned and grooming, and then you know maybe maybe Justice Winlow might start being a, a a key factor for the for not just for Miami but just like a key player just in the NBA in general. So we'll see. Yeah. So. um all right, FIFO. I know you got the Sixers. How many games? I I think they can get them in six. Um, when I look at the talent level of Miami, they got a lot of solid guys, but they don't truly have a star. And that's no slight to D Wade because because D Wade can still have moments, but he, he he's a he's a decline star. You know what I'm saying? Like he can't he can't do it for five or six games out of a. Out out of a series anymore at least i don't believe it now i know in in those five or six games he still can have moments that can push the game either way um obviously miami is more experienced um just from a staff of the players perspectives and everything but you know how i feel about philly man i've been talking about their two-headed monster for a minute uh, Markel Fultz became the youngest uh, player to, to get a triple-double. Um, and, and I think it's going to be very interesting to see the number one uh, <clears throat> the number one pick coming off the bench playing against second-string guys. Um, I, I think Philly does have a talent advantage, and, and, and we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm definitely going Philly in six. But I'm with B, though, in terms of the, the matchup to is Hassan versus Joel Embiid because they, they're gonna go at each other. They, they like yeah, that's man. Popcorn. Yeah, man. I can't wait. I can, uh, man, man. <laughs> well, Joel isn't playing in Game One at least as of right now, but he, he's bound to make an appearance uh, at, at some point. So um, I, I'm I'm with you guys. Uh, I'll prefer the Sixers to advance, and uh, based on the talent that they have and the additions that they made, which really kind of propelled them in the second half adding Ilya Sova 
and uh, Bellinelli. I, I think it really helped turn that team around and and add to the bench um, and improve their three point shooting. So give me the Sixers. I think it'll probably go seven. This might go seven. I think it'll take a win for the Sixers to acclimate to the um, to the playoffs and the bright lights. All right. So last series, um, I think this one is interesting too. Cavs versus the Pacers. Um, this LeBron versus Oladipo. Um, my concern for the Cavs are the, is the defense, but according to Tyrone Lou, he says he has a, a, a secret that um, that he'll he'll roll out to fit the defense in the playoffs. He said that last year, by the way. So he has another secret that's going to fit their defense. Um, I think this is a scary matchup for them because of the way they play defense. But I think the Cavs. I mean, I, I'm not going to bet against LeBron, but. Um, I think the Cavs, Cavs will probably get them in five. I think the Cavs will will get them in five. That's who I'm going with. Who are you going with, B? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cavs with five, man. Yeah, you, you you know, LeBron has yet to lose in the first round. I think he's going to continue that streak um, this season. Um, I think Earl Depot is going to have a good series. I, mean, I think he's going he's going to ball out and, and, and kind of stake his claim in his home his home state, Indiana. Um, but yeah, it's you know you're not. This would be the the definitely the shocker upset of the NBA playoffs if if the Cavs because of their lack of team defense don't get past the Indiana Pacers. But yeah, uh, just like I, I've been preaching this too, Ken. Yeah, like they team defense worry me. They are fourth. They tie for fourth in points against against you know po- opponents point scoring against them. They tied with a I think the average of one hundred nine point nine, and they tie for fourth. And this is like Jesus Christ. But you know playoff. More intense, step up. So I, I, I'm assuming that the Cavaliers will step it up defensively in the playoffs. So, but yeah, I got I got Cavs in five, maybe six if they have those little, you know, they they good for those little slacker games, like just like a slacking game. So they good for those. But you know, I, overall, I got Cavs to uh, win this. You know, the Cavs are rolling, man. Like they they are, uh, in spite of the loss, a very very hot team and. And they seem to have figured some things out offensively in spite of some of the injuries that they had. Um, so they're coming in with their confidence high. But what do you think, FIFO? Like, are, are you concerned about this matchup for the Cavs, 4-5 matchup versus the Pacers? Nah, I'm not, I'm not concerned. Uh, they got LeBron, man. Oh, uh, that 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 in, in in the first round, that's all you need. And no matter who your head coach is, no matter who the other four players are on the court, they they got LeBron, and they don't have anybody. Look, <clears throat> I always say, it. you have you you don't have to have a player that's better than LeBron, but you have to be able to physically match him. And you know, it ain't Lance Stevenson, it ain't Oladipo, it ain't nobody on that squad. So LeBron is gonna run wild. You know what I'm saying? As long as guys can hit open shots, like you, you, you're not even going to have to create for yourself. Just if you can hit open shots, Cleveland will run away with this. I see it in five uh, just because I don't want to uh, disrespect Oladipo and, and, and the progression that Indiana has made in addition to the fact that the Cavs are not a dominant squad. Like, let's be honest. Like, the only reason 
why we're giving the Cavs a shot at anything is because of number 23. It, it doesn't have to do with their scheme. It doesn't have to do with Lou being back. It doesn't have to do with the trade midseason. It doesn't have to do with none of that. It all has to do with LeBron James. So as long as they have him, I believe that they're going to win, especially in the first round. So I, I look, five games, man. Mm. Well, shout out to Nate Matt Millen. Uh, he, he did. He's. I mean, that brother's done a good job, man, coaching that team, getting them to the playoffs, and um, and with you know the things he's done to take advantage of Oladipo's skill set and and to improve him and make him uh, a, a name in the NBA for NBA heads. All right, so that wraps up the the East Coast playoff bracket. So we're gonna move on to the West Coast. Um, so much like, uh, same way we're going to do the same thing, uh, with the West, the way we did with the East. So we're going to start with the number one seed, uh, the Rockets versus the Timberwolves. As we mentioned earlier in the show, the Timberwolves had to play in, in order to, uh, to, to get this matchup and, and they, they won, uh, versus the Nuggets. And this is their reward. They get the number one seed in all of the NBA, the team that has home court advantage throughout the playoffs. We've talked throughout the year about the Rockets, uh, along with the Raptors. Uh, the Rockets are the West Coast version of the of the Raptors, or let's say uh, Harden and CP3 are. Um, there's been con- some, some concerns from the coach and from their play down the stretch uh, where it seemed like the Rockets didn't look as good as they used to. And now you get a team like the Timberwolves who has a, a veteran and, and Jimmy Butler, uh, Jeff Teague has made it to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals before. Um, they got Gibson, who has playoff experience, and they have a and they have Cat. Um, do they have a shot against the Rockets, FIFO? They sure do. Uh, they sure do. I, look, I'm gonna go Houston in seven. Uh, mainly in seven. I'm 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 not gonna go against um, the number one overall team. They're number one overall for a reason. Um, but at the end, hey, you gotta look at the matchup, man. I like Clint Capella, but he's limited and he has his hands full with Cat. Um, oh man, my dog is really on one right now. Hold on, <laughs> Gizmo. Um, I. I think that Jimmy uh, playing defense, locking up James Harden as best as anybody can, is 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 gonna is gonna be critical for Minnesota uh, to give them fits. I think that Andrew Wiggins, um, Houston's gonna have issues with that matchup. Um, I just think that if we look at player for player, Minnesota matches up now. If we're talking about style of play, and obviously Houston wants to get up and down, shoot a ton of threes, that's not necessarily Minnesota's game, but Minnesota's game is a playoff-style basketball game. And there's going to be stretches where they're going to slow down. And if you're going to have one-on-one James Harden, right, setting up everything, who better but to guard this man than than Jimmy Butler? You know what I'm saying? And or Andrew Wiggins. To me, I like the matchup. But I just think Houston has too much firepower. I think that when we're looking beyond the top two, three guys on the squads, Houston just has more, more, just just more power. So that's the reason why I'm going with them in seven. But I think uh, Minnesota's going to give them big time fits. 
B. That's what, what are your thoughts, man? Seven, seven for you too. No, I got uh, Rockets in uh, six. I got six. Well, I think they're gonna close. Well, just one game. Yeah, just one game. <laughs> yeah, just one game. I, I, I think Minnesota is going. They going. You know, with that that experience from Jimmy Butler, and we we've seen what Jimmy Butler defensively had done to James Harden. You know, he's he's done a good job. There's been times where you know the Jimmy Butler and Chicago Bulls did a good job of, of containing James Harden in the fourth quarter. You know, when they mattered the most, and we see James Harden run scared in the fourth quarter, like, damn. So, um, I think that's going to be, I think Jimmy Butler's going to love that matchup. He's going to be up for the challenge, for the task. So, that's going to be good. Um, yes, I don't, matchup, because you remember, this is the playoffs. So, coaching and matchups plays a big difference. And then when it comes to the NBA playoffs, all that records and all that stuff is out the door. And I don't see a matchup. It's going to be a hard time for Houston matching up for, with Cat Williams. That's going to be a tough matchup. So, because uh, cat, 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 I can see. I mean, car, car, cat. I see cat. You, you said cat Car Anthony Towns. <laughs> cat. Car Anthony Towns. I see him having a field day with Houston's front court. You know, but this is first time in the playoffs, which I'm excited to see too. I think either you or FIFO mentioned it earlier about Car Anthony Towns being this is playoff introduction chance to make make himself a household name, and I think he's gonna go all out. I think I think Minnesota Minnesota's one of those ACs where it's like. We playing with house money. We don't care. You know how certain AC teams, you'd be like, yeah, you know they done. But it's certain sometimes, it's been some years where AC, it's like, look, they playing with house money. They don't care. They're going to go all out. And they're going to give Houston Rockets all they got. So You remember that that the Warriors team that took out the Mavs? Yeah. It was an 8-1 yeah. matchup. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because they was playing with house money. They didn't care. They, it was like, well, they counting us all out anyway. We ain't even supposed to be here. So, yeah, man, I think that's gonna be the same way with this Minnesota squad. I think they, they, they Ty Gibson, they all playing, man. They, they, they gonna come to play, and they gonna, they gonna, they gonna push Houston. It's gonna be well needed for Houston to, to get pushed like this, but they gonna push Houston. Ser- matchups like this is where I wish the uh, NBA, the first round, go back to the best of five. Because can you imagine the pressure mm-hmm. for Houston Rockets? Like, say if they lose that first game, oh my God, like. That that's the worst thing you never want to do as a as a team that got home court advantage is to lose that first game at home in the best of five series because things have changed quick, boy. But yeah, I got I got Houston in six. They cannot let this series go seven because if this series goes seven, I, I'm I'm worried about the Rockets. I'm I'm worried about the Rockets. Um, like you said, uh, be they're playing with house money. We know the history of Harden. Um, I, I, I will be concerned now. CP3 has played in some big games, but he's lost a, a game seven, um, two, in in, um, in in weird ways. So I would be concerned if that went seven. I don't think it will. Um, I too am going with the Rockets. I think it's. Probably going to go at least five. I'll give Minnesota one at home. Um, the 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 Timberwolves' offense worries me at times. Um, so so that that's what my concern. And I think you know if if the Rockets manage to get up and down the court and and they're connecting on, on the three point shots, it's it's over. So they got to keep it close, slow it down, like you said, FIFO. And um and getting into a back and forth game, uh, having a guy like Cat that you can give it to in the post 
um, gives them an advantage um, that that the Rockets don't have. So, but nah, I, I, I think I think the Rockets handle their business. Um, at least they better. They better. Um, moving on to the next round, I, I think the Warriors got lucky to face the Spurs in, in, in the first round. That'll give Curry a chance to to get healthy, and they don't have to deal with Russell Westbrook. Because, you know, Tuesday, Monday, it was shaping up that they would face the the Thunder. Well, they don't get the Thunder. They get a Spurs team without Kawhi Leonard. Uh, B, how many games is this one going? Uh, I wish Kawhi Leonard was playing 100% because this would be very, very interesting. Um, You know, out of respect for Greg Pop, I, I, they might. I, I say Spurs to get two games. I say Warriors in six. Um, especially you know with no Steph Curry, we're gonna see if Durant's gonna step up. Like a lot of people don't think he will step up and, and be the alpha dog. Um, because they're not gonna have Curry this first round. But man, if if Kawhi was like just so happened to be a hundred percent healthy and you know Spurs are playing this series, this would be very interesting, man. But I, I you know just out of respect to the, of the great Greg Pop, man, I, I can see them getting two games. And they're both going to probably be like a home, you know, both of their home games. I can see them getting, you know, both of their home games from the two wins. But, yeah, I got I got Golden State. I, I got Golden State. They, they're they going to survive. They're going to survive the great Greg Pop in the first round and, and, and get past in six. FIFO, for whatever reason, nobody's talking about this the way they should. And, uh, you know, I think it's because it's, it's not LeBron. But the Warriors have lost 7 of 11 or 7 of 10. They are not playing well at all. They just got nope. blown out by the Jazz by 40. Yep. 40. And if that was the Cavs, oh, you're right, Ken. The media would be going nuts. Right. Now, they're, they're making a lot of excuses, which you can say are legit. Complacency. We're just going to rest up. We're going to get ready for the playoffs. We're stuck in the number two seed anyway, so it don't really matter. Um but seven of ten or seven of eleven, whichever whatever the number is, is concerning to me. Is it concerning to you? And do you think the Spurs got a shot in this series? The Spurs with a healthy Kawhi, definitely. Um, this version of the Spurs, no. But I think um, to answer your initial question, that's the difference between being the best player from the moment you step on the court versus the arguably the second, third, or top three, top five player. You know, it's just a level of scrutiny that LeBron has we've never seen. And I think that that's just <clears throat> goes again to LeBron's greatness. But um, in terms of the Warriors and San Antonio, you know, San Antonio's decimated. Um, I can make an argument Golden State is relatively bored uh, with the regular season. And, and, and obviously this is where they make their money. Obviously, they got to step up. You know, they, they've only won four games in their last 11 attempts. So that is not good at all. That is not championship basketball. That's not how you want to go into the playoffs. But if there is any team in the West that you would want to play right now to try to get your stuff together, it would be the San Antonio Spurs for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know that they're going to play hard. They're going to make you earn it regardless of whoever suits up um, for San Antonio. That's number one. Number two, it's a Greg Popovich team. So to out-scheme and to outwork his team is going to just elevate you and get you more mentally and physically prepared for the next round. Um, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not just throwing it away. 
you know, uh, if, if I'm going to give the Papa bitch of the East all of the credit, I got to give the original Pop some credit. So I, I, th- I think uh, Golden State wins it in six. Um, and, and Pop is really going to coach his ass off to get those two. Uh, and you know what? It may go seven just because, yeah. just, just out of respect. Um, you know, we, we already know that the playoffs are a whole nother level. And if Golden State comes out slow, that's going to be a problem for them, a big-time problem. So I, I'm going to go six, Golden State. Um, they just need to get it together. I, I, I honestly believe it's as simple as getting healthy and then just getting on the same page. And when you have your most important player back, I've been saying it, Steph Curry, and he's able to spread out the defenses and do everything he does, everything gets back in place. Everything, again, becomes a weld oil machine. And I think we will see who we thought we were going to see. Oh, man. I, I, let's talk about Lucky. Um, I think there's more to the losing streak than most. Um I have concerns about KD. I have concerns about this bench. At, at one point, I thought the bench playing the young guys like Quinn Cook, getting uh, that experience would be helpful in the playoffs. Um, but it's just Draymond, something seems off with him. Um, KD's going to put up numbers, but will it be enough? I think drawing the Spurs – yeah, you're right, FIFO. I think this was a good one for them because it allows them to tune up um, to get ready for the next round. Curry will come back healthy, and then the Warriors are back. Um, and when you look at the Spurs, you're relying on L.A. and Rudy Gay. I don't know. That's That's a little iffy for me. But I somehow feel that Pop's burning desire to beat the Warriors will finally come true. So I'm going with the upset. I'm going to go with the Spurs in six. I'm going to go with the Spurs in six. So, yeah. Whoa. So that's, okay. that's, that's so, your upset pick of the playoffs, huh? But in six, though, Ken? Six? Right. Right. In six? I, look, look I, I respect the upset. If you're picking the upset, it's a pop. With but six, six without at least Hawaii? a seven. <laughs> Damn. Ooh. All right. Okay. So so let's say your scenario happens. Are there wholesale changes in Golden State next year? I don't think so. I think they'll look at this year and and blame it on the injuries. I mean, they've been banked up. They never could get into a rhythm as as a unit coming down the stretch. So I don't I don't think so. I, I will be curious to see what they do with Durant's contract though. Now that he's going to opt opt out and restructure it, but. I, the reason why I didn't go seven was because I, I think going back to to going back to Golden State for Game Seven may be a little bit too much for 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 the Spurs. But yeah, I, I, I think this is if you if if the Warriors are going to lose, now is the time while they're not playing well. But if everything plays out the way you said it, FIFO, um, and that's the more probable uh, outcome, um, then they'll be ready, man. They'll, they'll be ready. They'll be ready. So, um, and, and, you know, I think they'll be uh, be ready to go to make another run at it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's who I got. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, next matchup, Blazers versus the Pelicans. Lillard 
versus AD. Man, this one, um, you know what? Shout out to Alvin. I know I said it before, man, but really, you know, we, we, we wondered about the brother on this, on this show, uh, last year. We, we thought he, he was going to get up out of there because he couldn't, uh, he just wasn't winning. But, uh, shout out to the brother, man, to get these, this guy, this, this team to the playoffs, especially after you lost DeMarcus Cousin. That being said, FIFO, who do you have winning this series? War, the Blazers, mind you, just won their first game out of five. So they're one in four in the last five games. Uh, who do you got? You talking to me? Yeah, people. Yeah, oh, people. my bad. Uh, Blazers who? Pelicans. Pelicans. I, I got the Blazers in five. Uh, I, I think they got way too much firepower. Uh, Dame Lillard, I think he's out here to prove something. Uh, CJ McCollum is obviously uh, stepped up. Um, and I just I, – I don't think the Pelicans with Drew and Rajon uh, – that backcourt, man, is just it's just paltry at best, man. And I, I just I don't think they match up. Obviously, AD's a matchup nightmare for anybody. I think AD's gonna get his numbers. Uh, now, it would definitely be a different conversation if they had Demarcus. I might not be picking the Blazers, but since Demarcus isn't here, I'm definitely going Blazers in five, possibly six. Is it Dame time, B? It's always Dame time. Dame, <laughs> look, you don't need to. You don't need to say, "Oh, it's the playoffs for Dame to step up," or you know, you don't need to say anything. You don't even gotta say anything to Dame. So it's Dame time. Whenever he steps out on the court, it's Dame time. Um, but yeah, just I was gonna mention this too. Big piggyback off FIFO. Um, yeah, it is a little bittersweet that Demarcus Cousins is not 100 percent healthy going into this series because this is definitely this would have been another one of those series where I'm like, it can go either way if we had 100 percent Demarcus Cousins playing. Um, which that hurts, but yeah, I gotta go with Blazers, man. Blazers in five. I I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna take this in five, man. I, I got it's this it's Dame, yeah, Dame time. I don't even have to say Dame time. Dame gonna definitely do his thing. Um, I think it's great. I know Anthony Davis is happy to be back in the play. I think this is first time since they got swept to Golden State a few years back. So I, I know he's happy to be back in there. Rondo's been playing good. So you know, it's it's. You know, but I can't go against C.J. McCollum and Dame Lillard in this in this one, this matchup, man. I think I think them boys gonna come out and play, and we're gonna be looking at a Portland Golden State second round. They looked motivated last night um, going against the Jazz. Uh, C.J. Yep. got it working. Lillard yep. got it working. Cause and, that was for the three seed. They was playing for the three seed. Uh, yeah. So, um, in spite of their struggles coming down the stretch, uh, that's all you need, right? And here they are. And I'm with you, FIFO. That backcourt, uh, Rondo and, and Drew Holiday, it, it just didn't work out this year. And and for me, unless Etwan Moore, who is one of the their guys they have coming off the bench who hits a lot of threes and can get hot, does something, and Meritix does something, um, I, I think this will be over in four. Uh, AD, I really would like to see the Pelicans win, um, but I would prefer – like you guys, if they did it with cousins. Um, so that being said, unless AD goes to a level that we haven't seen yet, um, this one, this one will be over quick. All right. Last matchup in the Western conference, 
Thunder and the Jazz. So the Thunder went from the seventh seed to the fourth seed after everything played out last night, and they get the Jazz. Now they beat the Jazz three to one in the regular season, but uh, the Jazz still is a very very tough team um, with Gobert in in, in the lineup anchoring uh, that defense. Um, B, who do you have winning this series, Thunder? Or the Jazz. Um, I, just because OKC is playing good right now, I, I got them uh, taking a series. Damn, I, I don't think I picked no lower seeds to win the series throughout this whole. Um, but you know, playoffs is different than NCAA, man, because you got you got to beat a team four times. But I think, ooh, man. Yeah, I got OKC to take this one, man. I, I think, I think, I think, I think Russell Westbrook by himself, without you know Kevin Durant, I think he's gonna finally lead a team and get past, or you know, complete a round, get past around himself, you know, because you know what happened last year, he lost to the Rockets. But um, I think he's gonna finally get, you know, get past and, and, and advance to the next round with it with it being all on him, because we already know what he's gonna do. Um, young man Donovan Mitchell, this is a rookie. Show hate you you won the piston, but you know this is your, this is your hey your first year you in the playoffs you got you got one of the better defensive presses and Rudy Gobert playing and you know see what you guys gonna do that's that's gonna be really interesting but I got OKC how many games mm-hmm. uh with them be having home court advantage uh it it can go it can go six. I can see OKC procrastinating around and, and Russell Westbrook doing bonehead Russell Westbrook plays and they going to seven, but overall I still got OKC advancing. Yeah, you know, I this is a good matchup because you never know what you're gonna get with the Thunder. Um but I'm gonna go with the more experienced team. Um going defaulting back to what, what FIFO said earlier, when you look at the rosters who has the most talent. Um, so, and that would be the, the thunder, um, Billy Donovan concerns me, um, as he has for quite some time now. Um, and, and, and one thing I'm, I'm looking for is how are they going to utilize mellow? Cause I think the playoffs are made for mellow and, and I'll be interested to see what they do with him. And I think this will be a good series to kind of work on a game plan if they have one against uh, the soon-to-be Rookie of the Year, Donovan Mitchell. But um, that being said, when I look at the Jazz, man, this could be a coming-out party, like, for real, for real. Remember when D-Wade burst on the scene um, in, in, in in similar fashion? He, he could really make a name for himself if he shows up and, and plays well and with him being their main guy. Um, I, I think he will, but you just never know when the playoffs come, man. Like those lights, man, it's, it's completely different with so much on the line. So, um, so that is, is why I'm just going to go ahead and go with the Thunder. And I, I think they'll, I'm with you, B. I think they'll mess around and, and Westbrook will do some Westbrook things and Billy Donovan will screw up somewhere and, and the Jazz, uh, will mess around and get a game or two. So I have this one going sits. Uh, what do you think, uh, FIFO? Uh, who you got? What do you think about this matchup? Who you got winning this one? I got OKC. Uh, they just they have more talent. I I I don't 
I don't see how uh, Utah will overcome Westbrook and PG and Mel- I just I, I don't I don't see how they do that. Um, now, do I think that this series can be sloppy? I think we'll see that in spurts. Uh, but overall, I, I'm gonna keep it short, simple to the uh, sweet, simple to the point. Uh, OKC and six. All right. That's it, uh, everybody. That is our first round pickup uh, preview. Um, we just gave you all of the teams that uh, we think will advance to the next round. Um, what I want to do from here is I actually recorded all of that and I put it in the bracket. And so what I'm going to do is we're just going to talk through this real quick and we're just going to pick the winners from the 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 winners of the first round. Um, and we're just going to walk it all the way to the to the finals. This will be the dead end sports um, bracket, official bracket, so to speak. And um, obviously things can change, so we'll, we're not going to change this bracket, but we'll probably just come back and, and um, preview round two based on the winners and losers um, of that. So um, out west, we both picked, we all picked, the Rockets and the Thunder to advance. Um, who do you guys have winning that series? Uh, who, who's going to win that one, B? Um, between who? The Rockets and the Thunder. And we don't really have to get into, like, long explanations or anything like that. We just, oh, we just okay. Um, yeah, uh, Rockets. What about you, FIFA? You said who, Rockets, and who? Rockets, Thunder. Second round? Yeah, second round. I'll tell I take Rockets and six. All right. Uh, so we'll do that. Rockets and six. Uh, second round, West. Um, we all picked the – well, we all picked the Blazers, and you two picked the Warriors. So Blazers, Warriors it is. Who do you guys have winning that series? Uh, what do you think, FIFO? Curry should be back. Blazers, Warriors, um, you know what, man? I think this is the upset. If mm. the Warriors are going to get upset, it's going to be dang. They ain't going to average like 40 against them boys. And I, I, just, I think out of every team in the NBA, he disrespects Golden State. He don't give a damn about them boys. I think he hates them. Uh, and I, I, I think he's a monster streaks against them. B? Um. Yeah, people got a point because you know Dame Lillard. He's been obsessed with Warriors, and he and whenever he he's like a bull. Whenever he sees Warriors, it's like red, and he just goes for the kill. Um, but I just think overall, if Curry comes back, don't know how much of a you know if he's gonna be ninety percent, hundred percent, eighty percent, seventy percent. I think this is where everyone back. I think I, I say Golden State still have too much talent for Blazers, man. And, and but I can see that going seven. I can definitely see that going seven games. I see Damian Lillard pushing them boys and trying to put them boys in the shoulders and carry that team to 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 beat them. But it's going to be a seven game drag out series, not drag out, but like a hard fought series. I'll go um, now. You know, for everybody, this was my upset pick. Uh, this is uh, also uh, in the second round. FIFO's upset pick. Um, but based on what what we have in this particular matchup, I, I'm with UB. My concerns with with Portland would be the rest of their players not named Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum. So um, I'll say Warriors and six. 
Um, all right, so out east, uh, Celtics, Sixers, uh, B. Who 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 do you think will win that one? Sixers. Sixers gonna pull that off. Yeah, you know, I mean, not having Kyrie, that now that's that's when it's gonna show it. Then I think I think Sixers gonna pull that one out, and especially if Joel Embiid get get back into the groove and get grooving. I know he's been kind of sitting out with injury, but I think he's eager to come back. They advance the second round. Joel Embiid gonna be even hyper for that, and 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 yeah, I, I got Sixers taking that series, getting them to the conference finals. How many games? Six. Six. Uh, what about you, FIFO? Sweep for the Sixers. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm actually with you on that one. Um, yeah, I think their talent is just overwhelmed them. All right, so uh, the next matchup. Oh, how did I pick that? Uh, this should be the Raptors. Raptors, Cavs, second round. Cavs, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, Cavs. Yeah, Cavs. I know nobody yeah. trusts the Cavs. So, uh, sweep or five games or six? What do y'all think? Five. 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 All right, so we'll do that. All right. So, um, we talked about it, the possibilities of it happening. So, now, based on everything that we picked so far, we have a uh, Sixers-Cavs matchup to go to the finals. Be, be you still sticking with LeBron? Yep, Cavs and seven. Seven, okay. Yeah, Cavs and uh, seven. It's gonna be it's gonna be the heartbreak. It's gonna be the heartbreak that Philly needs. FIFA. I'm 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 gonna go with B because because right. I've been I've been saying experience, experience, experience. So I'm gonna go with B. All right, so that's it. Cavs and seven. The last one: Rockets, Warriors. Um, <laughs> this is, this is crazy. So, uh, I know this is let the record show for everybody listening. Uh, in this particular, on this one, the Warriors doesn't exist on Ralph's bracket, but, um, we just went with the majority of alls, of course, if you guys haven't figured that out yet. So Ralph, Warriors, Rockets, who you got? I'm going to say the Rockets, and I'm, this is not Golden State hate. I just I don't know how healthy they're going to be throughout, and I think if they if they even have one injury, Houston needs to pounce on them. They have mm-hmm. to pounce on them. So I'm going Houston seven. B. Um, I'm sticking with my original beginning of the year prediction. Uh, we're going to be Cavs versus Warriors part four um, in the finals. I still don't trust Rockets. <laughs> I think it's going to be some way Rockets is going to disappoint us. James Harden and company is going to disappoint us. And, you know, at least this will be CP3's first time in the Western Conference Finals. But I think, you know, I must still go with – I just think Golden State was bored. I think they're going to turn it up a notch or two in this playoffs. And, you know, I I, I got a Warriors to Cavs Finals Part 4. Uh, I'm, I'm going with FIFA. I'm going with FIFO. Um, I, I just think the last time, yeah, I, I'm with FIFO. Injuries, injuries, uh, and I don't know how healthy Curry will be, and then you have to chase uh, Paul or Harden all over the court. That that's not going to be good. So, all right, so we have Cavs, Rockets, for it all. B, who who you got? Who would you pick out of that matchup? 
man. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm trying to look at like the matchups. I'm trying to look at like the matchup of the East position. Uh, man. So if that was to happen. Dan, Tony and company might get their first ring, man. First championship since Akeem. Wow. Um, okay. I, 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 I'm looking at the bench. I'm trying. I'm thinking. I'm looking at the bench. Looking at the role players. You know, Houston. They got enough long guys to throw different bodies at LeBron, so that'd be interesting. Um. Man. Just the fact. Just because I don't. <laughs> Just because I don't trust in, in that particular matter, if, if if Cleveland defense get them to the finals, they poor defense still get them to the finals against a firing uh, offensive squad like the Houston Rockets. Man, I I, I see Houston winning this. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I think Houston. I think CP3 and I think we are finally, you know, you know, we are finally won't have to question Harden no more or whatever. And 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 Dan Tony at that because we've seen a lot of great Dan Tony teams. That don't that just can't get over the hump. So, man, I think 2018 would be a, a, a shock for everyone if if this was to happen. FIFA, will LeBron lose to James Harden? Hell no. I, don't see it. <laughs> I think you know I, I don't think LeBron fears anybody, but yeah. he I, I think deep down he knows Golden State just has a bit too much for what he has coming with him. But I think if he sees anybody other than that, I think he's licking his chops. And, and I I think we're I think we're just going to elevate LeBron to a whole nother level. Uh I if it's not Golden State at hundred percent, I'm picking the Cavs all the way if they make it. I, hey, well, hey people, I think I think for LeBron to get elevated to a whole nother level though, he gotta beat that Golden State squad. If he was to find, if he was to find a way to beat that Golden meet up Golden State again with that squad with Durant and them and beat them, I think that would elevate him. And oh yeah, up. well here's the thing: I, I think LeBron's at the level where any and every championship will elevate him. But it, it, it's like if, if he, he beats he, that Golden State squad, it's like two levels. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, it, it's even yeah, more. I, if he beat I, I, that I Golden State squad though, man, that that's 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 some other level shit, man. Like yeah. He, if he beat that, even if he don't get no more championships after he beat that Golden State squad, if he beat the Golden, if they beat up Golden State this year and he beat that squad, to me, I think that's immense LeBron. I, I think he don't need to win another championship. Like if he beat this Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, Draymond, and Klay Thompson squad, he he he, he yeah, 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 um, yeah. I just don't have the Warriors in the finals either. Either way I look at it, um, um. Cause I, I actually think OKC may may pop the Rockets and then they will take out the Warriors. But anyway, um, I guess I'm the tiebreaker, and I, I'm I'm in no way I I just I just can't trust James Harden on the biggest stage. Like he he'll finally get here, but man, that experience. I'm just gonna go with LeBron, man. I'm going to go with LeBron. I I think he will win it. I think everything we've said about James Harden will come back. Although, you know what? It's funny. I forget that James Harden actually been to a finals before. (laughs) I actually forgot that for a minute. That's funny. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah. I'll go with LeBron. So, all right. So, we'll, we'll keep that. 
That'll be our uh, dead in sports bracket. So um, this is not our individual brackets, by the way. This is just us coming together, talking it through uh, for those of you listening. So um, anyway, that's it, man. First round preview uh, of the NBA playoffs. Um, the playoffs uh, kick off uh, this weekend. And um, we got about, what, about two weeks of this to go through and then before we see round two. So I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about between now and then. And um, and that's that. So uh, until next week, we'll catch you guys later. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, leave a review, uh, share the show, uh, follow us on Twitter, social media, all that stuff. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. Peace.